Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're watching Rocky and Rocky 2. Now, spoiler warning for Rocky and the whole franchise. If you haven't watched it, this probably isn't for you. You probably won't want to listen to this, but with Creed 3 coming up, I thought it would be fun to kind of review the Rocky movies and I mean, there's such an inspiration and for such a, a long time, I mean, that this is a franchise that, I mean, I thought would be over by now. You know, I thought that the, I mean, I thought it would be over a long time ago and it all came from, you know, the man, the legend, Sylvester Stallone. And as he got older, you kind of just always felt like, oh, well, he obviously can't keep doing these movies. He can't keep doing it at the at the rate he was doing it. So eventually you have to, you know, calm down. You have to move on to other things. But the fact that it's been able to stay alive for this long is so cool. It's really, really fresh and really fun. And I do enjoy it a lot. But I want to start at the beginning. At the start of it all was Rocky, the first Rocky movie. And I, I can honestly say the first time I watched this movie, I was just, I was ups upset because he didn't win. But at the time, I, I didn't really understand the personal victory. I was like, you know, I didn't know what was so beautiful about it until I, I got a little older. I was like, maybe... 14, 15, when I really started to like, be like, oh, it's a personal victory. Like he made it to the end, you know, he doesn't have to win. It doesn't have to be about knocking him out or getting the decision at the end of it all. It's not about that. It's the fact that he was able to go the distance with the champ, Apollo Creed. There's nobody from Philly, you know, so... The first time I watched it, I was like about maybe 10, 11, 12-ish, something like that. And I was just kind of like, he's got to win, you know? That would be the biggest thing in the world if he won. Win, win, win. And when he didn't win, when it went to Apollo in the end, I was kind of like, it didn't leave like a sour taste in my mouth, but I was just kind of like, what's he so, you know, what's the... It was very triumphant at the end, but I was like, he he lost, you know. What did he What does he really gain in the end of all of it? And what he gained was uh, his own personal victory. His own what what mattered to him the most wasn't necessarily beating him, but it was just keep keeping it going, keeping it fighting. And how how many of us want the trophy at the end? How many of us want a definitive victory? We want that definitive win. But what we have to notice and what we recognize around us is so, how, how much have we really gained? And how can we be the best version of ourselves? You know, how can we become something great still? So what he didn't win. He made it farther than a lot of other professionals and a lot younger than him uh, at that time. And it was just... Rewatching it, understanding the, 
the time it was made, understanding uh, kind of the his whole character, you know, in the world that he grew, grew up in and, and what he does for a living and how much he's been put through to now be on the biggest stage in the world, uh, like a, a fighting stage, and to get in the ring with somebody as big as, uh, you know, in the movie Apollo Creed, and to go the distance, to push it, push the, the top guy to his limits. And it was, uh, it was such a beautiful, beautiful thing looking back on it. Uh, you know, obviously, now I, I have a deeper respect and appreciation for it. And it makes me want to, it's not about the, about the, the victory itself. It's about what are my goals and what do I want to achieve? And he achieved what he wanted to achieve that movie. And that was the cool thing. And the, and the making of the movie itself was also a battle for Sylvester Stallone. I mean, the guy was broke. He came from nothing. He had nothing. He, I think he sold his dog. He was eating cobwebs and all that stuff. I mean, he was brutal. He was trying to make it in this business, and it just wasn't working. And he comes up with the script, and he presents it to the people at the time at MGM or whatever. And he's like, I want to star in it. And they're like, we don't want you to star in it. We want to give it to somebody else. And he was like, no, I want to star in it. And he had to... What he had to do was swallow... I mean, well, he swallowed nothing. He didn't eat. What I'm trying to say is he had to stand firm in what he believed and what he was eventually what he was right about to be something amazing. And so he sat on it and he was like, no, I want to play this part. And when they gave it to him, they were like, okay, but we'll give you the part. You have this amount of time to shoot it. And then during that time, we could lean either way and you won't be able to play the part. We can decide to cut you off right then and there. And they filmed the movie in 28 days, give or take. 28 days. That is unbelievable. When I first heard that story, I was like, there's no way. But it's the truth. They filmed it in 28 days. And I just remember thinking, oh my goodness, that is... I mean, to think about that... I mean, first of all, that movie is amazing, but to, to know the the restraints on you, the chains that tie you down from really, I mean, even with the restrictions that they put on him, he was still able to create art. And that's, that's so cool to think about, you know, nowadays it's like you watch uh, any big YouTube channel and it's like, it's got million subscribers right away. And you're just kind of like, but where's the, where's the build? It feels like there's no build. It feels like, Everybody who's already at the top stays at the top. You know what I'm saying? Or anybody who's ever made a podcast, like already has a big fan base and a big audience is like, what's the point of trying to put it out weekly if nobody's going to listen, nobody's going to care. And it's just more about like, 
when you have the restraints on you and then you can you can still make something amazing that's that's what it's all about and that's what i love about i love about that story is that he had so much going against him so much going against what he believed in what he was devoted to what mattered to him and he was able to pull it off in 28 days and inspire millions a whole franchise decades of work put into the next movies i mean it's it's amazing and it's incredible what what he was able to accomplish and so thinking about it like that i don't know how they i mean that's only four weeks so it's just about a month but four weeks of work and they did all of the boxing stuff first because that was probably the hardest you know the makeup and the the punching the choreography i suppose the camera the camera work and whatnot trying to get it just right and then everything else came afterwards it was really impressive to hear them talk about it just like yeah we start with the the big ending first and then we go back and we work through all of the smaller scenes that that build up to it and, you know, when I was a kid, I, I kind of just thought that movies were shot in order. You know, they start with the first scene and then they go all the way to the end. But obviously production and everything else comes in the way. But for me, I think that had this been like a big budget production of a movie, it wouldn't be as amazing as it is now as i as i feel about it looking at when it was made how it was made what it took to get there and just the whole story of it just it ages like uh fine wine over time you just look at it and you go like wow that is that is amazing that they were able to to pull that off and to achieve that and i mean just the movie itself is fantastic. I still, to this day, whenever I get on the treadmill sometimes, I'll play the, the Rocky theme song. I'll, pay, I'll play the Gonna Fly Now song. You know what I'm talking about? Come on, you've run to it at least once in your life. You tried to do it yourself. It's so inspiring and it gives you just that little extra push that you need, that little extra, that little extra something that's telling you you can... Go another step, another step. You can run faster. You can breathe and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Do whatever it takes. And I remember watching that and being so... I mean, I would... I watched that movie and I also watched The Karate Kid. Uh, the, the, the 80s version one. And I just felt this big sense of... Motivation. I felt a, a huge amount of like, they were inspiring me to do great things in my life. And I was really, I felt a, a huge amount of like, you know how it feels when um, like a water balloon, you fill up a water balloon and it fills, 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 fills up. And then eventually it'll kind of, pop or it won't it won't fill up anymore that's where i what i kind of felt watching those when i was a kid it was more about i i, I had this burst of energy of like i want to do 
push-ups like Rocky. I want to go for a run like him. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to lift weights, you know. I want to train day in and day out and sweat hard and get yelled by an old man with like a, a raspy voice telling me, go on, champ, you can do it. You know, that's that's what I wanted. And I that's kind of what I felt I had to go through. And then at the end of the film, just to see, just to see him go through with it in the end. He shows up to the arena or to the to the boxing ring. He looks up at the posters and he's like, "Yo, they messed up my my shorts. Those aren't the right ones. They they mixed up the colors." And he was like, "Oh yeah, would you look at that? Well, you know who cares? You know you're gonna do great out there, kid, right?" And it's such a small little detail, but it's it means the world to him because it's you know as far as he knew it was his biggest. Big opportunity is big shot, and it's messed up now. So it just made it feel like more and more, like so much was stacked against them. Nobody was going to care that they changed the boxer shorts because it was the Apollo Creed show, and he was just some guy off the street that didn't have a chance at winning. You know what I'm saying? And with each passing round, with each each moment that goes by while you while, while you're watching him kind of trying to measure up to Apollo with him breaking Rocky's nose right out right in the beginning and uh, seeing his face get all swollen and, and messed up. And then with every punch he throws, you're like, there you go, there you go, get it, get it, get it, right in there. You know, he knocks Apollo down with an up with an uppercut and you feel you're like, yes, you you know, like let's go. You you're hurting him. You you knocked him down. You're doing great. And it was just so, so cool. It it really is such a, a inspiring story, of a of an underdog. So, when it gets down to the end, when Adrian finally comes out of the dressing room and whatnot, and she's looking on the you know, the crowd cheering for, you know, either Apollo or trying to get a word from Rocky. It's, you see what Rocky really cares about. And it's that he went the distance and that in life, he's got, he's got things good because he has a woman who he loves and who loves him back. And all of the cheering fans and all of the people in the stadium, they don't matter. What matters to him most is what he's made for himself and what he's accomplished for himself. And that's that's something really beautiful. And it tears me up when I when I watch that moment now, knowing what he's been through. But not as much as the next movie. And that was Rocky Two. That I mean the continuation after the first Rocky movie. And the 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 feeling of you know, obviously Rocky has some doubts. He's like talking to Apollo in the hospital and he's kind of, well, right off, right, right, right at the beginning, Apollo wants another fight because he feels like maybe he wasn't at the top of his game or he, he didn't take it seriously enough and so on. But Rocky was kind of just like, yo, it's over. I, I did what I wanted to accomplish, but he was feeling away. And it was really just about 
ego, right? He was really more of like, he could have still stayed the world champion. He could have been on top, stayed on top and just fight some other random guy, right? But for him, it was like, I don't feel good about myself. Whereas Rocky, he, he accomplished what he wanted and he's happy living a domestic life or, you know, that's what he wants for himself. Come to find out, as time goes on, you know, they, they, they spend the money that they got from the fight. They move into a house that they can't afford. They, they start working their regular day jobs and it just doesn't feel right. You know, it doesn't feel as good. So then he gets a second chance from Apollo's, I don't want to say greediness. It is his ego. It's his pride wanting him to prove it and to show the world that he is the best and that nobody can stop him and it is what it is. Whereas Rocky is in a spot where it's kind of like, I achieved a personal victory, but when I look around, it's not all you know, daisies and sunshine. It's it's a lot of tough work and just going back to a regular life is not what he wants. He wants to... He wants to fight. He wants to get into the ring and beat another man for for combat. You know, that's that's who he is. That's what he wants for himself. Because it's what he's good at and it's what he enjoys as well. Now Mickey, he has some concerns. Rocky has a has a I think it's his I can't tell if it's his right eye or his left eye, but it's one of his eyes, you know. And he's too old now. He's too old to fight. So a comeback is really bizarre to Mickey and for and for Rocky to go through with it to the next step. And Mickey's really looking out for Rocky in that moment. He's like, you don't stand a chance against him. You had the one good fight. That's it. You you went the distance with the champion. You know, that that's not enough. And Rocky's kind of like, I need to be able to provide for my family, for my wife, for my soon-to-be-born son. And I feel like I accomplished something, but it isn't enough. It doesn't feel like it's enough. I need, you know, I need something. I need another fight. And so, as opposed to at the, in the first movie where Mickey just wanted to be a manager because he was getting the big shot at the time. And now he's telling him, don't do it because you're too slow. Your, your eyes messed up. You won't be able to see it and you're going to get really hurt. And that's not something that Mickey wants for him. He wants him to struggle, but at the same time to to have a, you know, to not get any permanent damage. And so this comeback is really leaning on either side. It could be a good thing. He could win. He could win. Because he did so well the first time. But on the other hand, he doesn't he doesn't have the tools to, to win. He's he's 
using like a it's like riding an old bicycle it's all rusty and messed up it can it can get you to where you want but at any given moment the tire could pop the the wheels could get all messed up the handlebar could break off it's just like it's a big mess the brakes don't work you know what i'm saying or there's no brakes on it whatever and those are the those are the moments that you have to really have good people around you to tell you what you need to hear and not what you want. Because if Rocky had a bunch of yes men around him, you know, had a bunch of people around him telling him, yes, take the fight, take the fight. You're the champ. You went the distance. You can do it. It would be very tempting. And a lot of people would just tell him to do it just for the sake of doing it. Not because... Uh, not because it's safe and not because it's the right thing to do, but because it's, they're feeding into his ego. They're feeding into his pride of like, you can do it. You're the best. You're the greatest. You, you can do whatever. And, and that's not the case. Whereas he has Mickey, he has Adrian. Um, I don't know if Polly was really, I mean, Polly obviously wants to make money and he'll, and he'll do it however he, you know, however he can, but. You know, Adrian and Mickey were really leaning on his shoulder of, don't do it. But Rocky knew in himself what he wanted, and he went for it. And so we get into yet another training montage, and this one was even better than the last. I mean, it was just beautiful seeing uh, seeing this one. At the end when he's running up the stairs and he's got all those kids around him and he's like cheering and they do the freeze frame shot. Um, I mean, it's so funny. It's so cool. And again, it just inspires you to keep going. And knowing what he went through in the movie, obviously, his wife had just been in a coma, their son was born, but they couldn't he didn't want to see it because Adrian was in the coma and he was like in this terrible headspace where he was like I can't move on without the people in my life which is what the first movie was about is he he has this he has Adrian and he loves her so much and you can't feel whole you can't feel complete without those people in your life and so that's what was holding him back from really achieving greatness for him moving on to the next part of his life and it's when adrian finally accepts rocky completely for what he wants and what he wants to achieve that he's able to he's able to fully dive into his training and be a, a complete version of himself a complete man uh, of, of who he wants to be and obviously with some help from mickey and a good training montage. We get to the final final fight, and I tell you, the suspense when I when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I'm like, I mean, just that the that final punch, and then they both get knocked down, and then it's just a, a countdown to who's gonna get up. And Adrian's watching on the TV. Polly's watching on the TV. Uh, you're you're in the stadium. I mean, it's crazy. It's nuts. And 
I just remember this, my heart beating so fast. I was like, get up, get up. And you feel like Polly, you feel like Adrian, you feel like just screaming at the TV for Rocky to get up before Apollo does. And then when did she know it? The man does it. He gets up and Apollo gets knocked out clean. And then Rocky gives, I mean, dude, that final speech when he's talking about Adrian and his son being born, I mean, you just feel. I mean, if you don't cry, if you don't feel anything during that moment, it's like, what were you doing this whole time? Did you not watch what I just watched? I felt, I mean, it's just so, it pulls at the heart. It, it really chokes me up when I watch that scene. And it's just like, I feel, I feel so happy, but I also feel like crying at the same time. It's just tears of joy, tears of of pain, of hardship, of everything that you've ever gone through in your life. And at the end of it all, you come out on top. You know, you walk away a champion. And that's that's such an amazing feeling. And that's that's how I feel. I feel inspired. I feel like crying. I feel I feel um, motivated. I feel really, really optimistic for the things that I can accomplish. And that's what I, that those are the emotions I go through when I'm watching Rocky and Rocky too. And I hope you guys feel the same way. And I thank you guys so much for listening. It means so much that you guys watch on uh, YouTube and on Spotify and on Apple uh, on Apple Podcasts. It means so much to me. And I'll see you guys all next time. Thank you.